Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week we're talking about summertime. And the living is easy. (laughs) And we know we're off key. Don't write us about that. (laughs) (laughs) But the solstice just happened on Sunday. And today is Tuesday. So we're a couple days late, but it's still summer. Yeah, it's happening. In fact, it's like officially summer. Yeah. So that makes a difference. Well, and there's this thing that we were talking about. I think we talked about this last year that it's called Midsummer. Yeah. Midsummer. Yeah. That's like the name because it's like the, well, it's the middle of the growing season is what it is. I don't know if that's the origins, but oh dear. Here Uh, comes the dogs. Here comes the dogs, right? Every week you can just guarantee my dog's going to sing a little dog song for you. Yeah, I think she is trying to play with the cat right now she is trying to play with the cat they're best (laughs) friends until george can't handle it anymore this is something that i noticed that animals start like getting super active too during this time of year time of year like kind of like the spring summer thing my cats are going crazy yeah it's we're also moving up to a full moon there you go Hmm. (laughs) there's a lot happening right now yeah and we also discovered that the full moon is called the honeymoon yeah <laughs> this is the time of the honey flow there's also other names for that moon by the way but in fact every moon has like several names depending on the culture that it came from but the honeymoon seems very appropriate for one it's major wedding season oh yeah there you go right yeah didn't even that did not occur to me and it is honey the honey is flowing yeah it's the bees are i have a beehive and the bees are crazy right now they're just buzzing, buzzing around and getting everything <laughs> that they need to make the honey and making their honey and capping their honey. And yeah. Is this when you harvest the honey? No, I would not harvest the honey. Mm-mm. No, nope. What? Why yeah. would you not harvest it? Um, because they're building for themselves right now. So they're filling it, filling it, filling it. I would harvest it if there was an excess but there's not an excess right now. Right now, it's pretty much they're making what they need for the winter time. Um, so I kind of gauge where that is. Like, oh, do they need, you know, how much how much honey do they need? Um, and I would never take excess from the bees. I would be apt to stay on the conservative side. Like, give them more than what they need. Well, ooh, listen to my creaky old chair. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So they eat the honey all winter? Yeah, that's what the, that's their food source. Oh. So when the flowers die and all that stuff goes away, then they have their food source to keep their... So we're like stealing winter food from bees every time we eat honey? And this is the thing. If you're a good beekeeper, you're not going to do that. But you'll still get some honey. Yeah, you get some honey because they go crazy. Oh, they, they do excess. Right. And there's actually something They're called... Like preppers. Yeah, something called <laughs> honey bound where actually... They can produce too much and they they have no more space and they leave. So this week on The Witch Next Door, yeah, exactly. beekeeping by Veronica. I am a super beginner. So if some of this information is like 
um, I don't old or yeah, I'm, I'm new at this, but this is something that I've been reading about, um, is that you can have too much honey, just like you're sitting in your high horse, you know, your high hog or whatever that expression. I don't even know that expression. <laughs> you're sitting in the high hog. Have you ever heard that? No. no? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. High on the hog or. I don't, I don't, you should probably stop now. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking of like, uh, like impulse buying. Like it's kind of like when everybody was preparing at the uh-huh. beginning of the pandemic and then, and then they were like, well, do I really need 600 rolls of toilet paper? Yeah. 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 And that yeah, must yeah, be yeah. what bees feel like when they're like, do we really need this much honey? Because now we can't breathe. Yeah, now we don't have space for our babies. Oh. And they're like, we got to get out of here. And then they just They leave. Ship. They did. That's what happened. I lost my hive. They just like left. Because they made too much honey? They made, they had no more space. And I had, I was new, so I didn't know. I needed to give them more space. I needed to give them another box. And I didn't do that in time. And they just swarmed and left. But guess what? They left me a whole box of honey. That was nice. nice of they them. took off. <laughs> left all the, left the honey in the hive. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Yeah. I miss you, but thanks. So bees are associated with summer. Yes. This thank you. Yeah. Let, let, I'm going to circle us back around here, folks. Uh, <laughs> the full moon is considered the honeymoon in some traditions, in some cultures. Uh, and we're coming up on the full moon and it is summer. And what's really interesting about midsummer slash summer solstice is that it is the longest day of the year. And yet it's the beginning of summer. Yeah. It's so strange. It has those, that's the thing with, you know, the solstices, it's both uh-huh. sides. It's like, it's the longest day, but you know, it's the longest day. So tomorrow, the next day, it's going to get darker and darker and darker and darker and darker and darker. And yet it's also getting hotter, which is so interesting. Yeah. Um, because even though it's the longest day, it's not the hottest day. Usually. Yeah. Usually we find that much later in the year, closer to harvest. Yeah. Really. Um, it is the middle of the growing season. So things are coming coming into being and we're starting to be able to pluck some things off our plants. The fruit trees are starting to give off a little bit. Like I know my plums are starting to look a little Ooh. plummy. <laughs> <laughs> I pruned the heck out of the thing this year. So there's not a lot of plums, but but you know, all of that is coming to fruition at this moment. But then it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. You know, the major harvest isn't usually until um, Lunasad. Yep. Really? So August, the beginning of August, and then we have three harvests. So we have the beginning of August, and then we have the end of September, and then we have Samhain, which is the really very the final, final harvest, yeah. the ending. Yeah. So anyway. So this is, it feels like, like the beginning of the bounty. That's what it feels yes. like. It's like, oh, here we go. Like, it's kind of this fullness and that's like this the sun is at its height mm-hmm. you know it's that feeling of being full and then there's that descent that happens right yep so how do we work with the energies of this time of year what's well, our magical stuff well i mean we were talking about honey and bees and all that thing so there's like a lot of crafting that happens right now you know mm-hmm. like you want to make things i mean i do i feel like i want to make things so i'm like oh my extra honey from last season, you know, I want to make mead or, you know, I want to make um, beeswax candles for my beeswax, like uh-huh. a time to cr- like create. Okay. So you're yeah. feeling the creative energy. Yeah. The juices are flowing. Yeah. 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 I feel that too. I don't feel it as much. Well, I do feel it with making things like mm-hmm. I tried to make Jasmine hydrosol last week. That did not work out so well. <laughs> uh, 
I'm learning. I'm learning some things. That was a big, very hefty project. That what did you out. do? You just like put it on the stovetop, didn't you? Right. But apparently yeah. the oils in star jasmine are, uh-huh. get damaged by heat. Oh. I couldn't find a solid recipe. And then okay. I finally found one recipe that was like for jasmine hydrosol and it was the steam distillation yeah. method. Yeah. So that's what I did. I'll let you smell some of it. But it does, listeners, it does not smell good. <laughs> rose petals i've never tried jasmine oh rose petals turn out good yeah and my friend i have a friend um who does lilacs and oh they are, that's amazing her lilacs i should have some i should have you i just planted too. a lilac tree yeah it's incredible it's absolutely incredible but jasmine or this particular jasmine i'm wondering if like the pink jasmine might have worked better uh-huh the star that's jasmine what i have i have the pink did not work well oh, which bummed me out but yeah. i think i have to do a cold like a, a cold infusion in the fridge. So you, you're just, in other words, you're just going to put the flowers in water? Correct. <laughs> so that's what cold infusion means, folks. Yeah. You just put the flowers in the water, you put it in the refrigerator. Right. So that's what I'm going to try to do and see if it works. Yeah, it should because it's super fragrant. Right. Yeah. Oh, I just assumed you would just put it on the stovetop like you would the rose petals. Yeah. That well, I assumed yeah. that as well. And that did not turn out so great. Mm-hmm. It didn't even smell like jasmine tea. It just smelled yeah. weird. Um, so anyway, I feel like crafting things too, but I, I, a lot of what I feel like doing is like cooking. Like I want fresh, fresh food from oh, the yeah. garden. Yeah, I want to, yeah. I want to eat. And of course my garden is nothing this year. So because <laughs> of the drought, because <laughs> yeah. of the drought, uh, but like last night I was chopping up fresh dill that I got at the supermarket for this dill soup. And it was like, oh, this smells so good. And I'm putting in all these peas and I'm putting in all this green. What, what? Basil. Yes. That is what I'm all about. Like at this time of year, it's all about basil for yes. me. Like my daughter and I made this watermelon basil kombucha. Oh. Um, like watermelon basil is like made in heaven, but yeah. just like that fresh basil is just oh well, I mean, that'd be a good salad everything. right isn't it watermelon basil and like feta or something that makes it that you have in a salad i have no idea that's had that with cheese really yeah interesting because it, it gives it that um i'm making motions with my hand like sticky I can't... it almost looks sticky what you're doing with your i hand. know but it's that's not dry it's oh. kind of weird yeah. <laughs> this is like my a lot <laughs> Dry. <laughs> we really need to put this on like YouTube because I think you guys would really enjoy this. That's next on the list. Yeah. We keep saying we're going to do it every week, and then we're like, oh, no, not this week. Next week. <laughs> so, next time we get yeah. together, which will not be next week, but uh, in a couple weeks, we'll Let's do it. We'll get going on YouTube. It'll be great. <laughs> so, for those of you that like to watch videos, you can watch us. You can watch me making lobster claw motions with my hands while I'm trying to talk about cheese. And actually see the dogs that make all the noise. <laughs> <laughs> no, that it's not just us. <laughs> yes. Welcome to my messy house. My wild dogs. And you can see Magic the cat who seems to make an appearance every single time we're... To come and eat. Just to come and eat. Take a couple yeah. bites and couple walk away. Pretty much. Yeah. So summer. summer. Yeah. Yeah. Back to that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why Veronica and I can spend like three hours on the phone and still Seriously. not have said the thing we called to talk yeah, about. Yeah, then we're like, oh, wow, we had to schedule that thing. I forgot. 
let's make a podcast instead. <laughs> oh my Lord. Goodness gracious. So yeah, summer. So summer is this time of abundance. There, There's a lot of energy happening when the sun reaches that pinnacle. Mm-hmm. You can feel that really high vibration. It's almost too intense for me sometimes. Yeah, me too. Like I'm, a, I'm a fire sign. And it. I definitely feel like when summer comes, I get, I almost get a little bit manic uh-huh. and I have to calm myself down. And I rely a lot on drinking water, getting mm-hmm. in the water, like just like that soothes that kind of wildness because I'm either a little manic or totally like laid out flat, like, oh, so yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I'm an air sign. I don't know what that means as far as fire is concerned. I don't have a lot of fire. It means whoosh. Yeah. There's a lot of whooshing. <laughs> no, do you know what I'm saying? Like when they're, oh, the fire that, needs oxygen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The air fans the flames. Right. You couldn't tell by my yeah, sound effect. Yeah. But that's what I was trying to say. I was say. like, wind? Yes, it's been very windy. <laughs> it's been very windy. Yes. Whoosh. <laughs> It could be like interesting. Okay, no, I'm going. That's a self tangent. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, reel back in. Aren't you guys glad you tuned in today to hear about summer? Well, how the, does summer affect you? Well, what is your sign? Yeah, exactly. And that's the effect of the fire. You know, mm-hmm. like, and we're coming on. Wow, well, we're in the middle of fire season here in California, um, and this idea that everything's dry, and so it's like finding that balance of that mm-hmm. fire. Because there's some days, like recently, it's been like. Oh, it's 70 degrees and the next day it's a hundred. Yes. Like so intense. Right. That it's just, what can I do to like be able to stay in balance, mm-hmm. even though it's maybe not feel so balanced outside really. Right. You know? Right. Well, and how can you, I mean, one of the things I think about when you're saying that is like, for me, one of the things I turn to is how can I, how can nature help me? Mm-hmm. So whether it's sitting in the shade, you know, feeling the cool of the evening, going out to the ocean, um, you know, which we did last week and it was a little too windy for my taste. Yeah. Um, but it was cooler. 40 degrees. <laughs> 40 degrees cooler. Yeah. Uh, and really windy. Um, but also what plants are happening. So, you know, there, I, I know last year I discovered this recipe that was like mint and, uh, what was it? Mint, lemon balm, honey, and I think lemon in water as a cooling beverage. Ooh. Like you just put it all in there, stick it in the fridge. Just for a cool water. For a cool water. Nice. And the mint and the lemon balm really drop it down a notch to help you feel like refreshed. Nice. You know, things like watermelon. Yeah. Like what's growing right now that can help you to kind of balance out the fire within you? I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. But that's one way to work with summer energies. Um, and then also to harness the fire. Yeah. Like I was just about to say yeah, that. If something's ready to grow. Yeah. Yep. How are you going to grow it? What are you going to craft? What are you going to, you know, are you making mead? Are you making some sort of potion? Right. Or elixir? Or do you have, yeah. I mean, you can, if you don't have a garden, you can go to the store and see all the seasonal things that are happening, you know, the farmer's market. There you go. Which is kind of more fun in some ways because you really do get the seasonal feeling, you know, when, mm-hmm. because that's what they grew at the farm. So uh, that's one of the things I love. Yeah, like berries. Yeah, berries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just had berries for breakfast. I love berries. I do too. Yeah. Blueberries, raspberries, strawberries. That time of year i know yeah. blackberries but they get stuck yeah in it's braces. like the, the abundance you know that's happening right totally. now it's like that 
you know, I know we have sources all over now, like, you know, you can get bananas all throughout the year, you know, right. but like, yeah, going to the farmer's market and, you know, going to your local market and finding all that, you Which know, is, what they have to and offer. It's a cool way to celebrate, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, I mean, like I, like I had said originally, we are a couple days past summer solstice, but if you were to, uh, to maybe want to do a summer celebration, whether it's solstice or not, we're still in the season. Yeah, it's summer. So maybe you prepare a summer feast and it's all just food that is seasonal. You know, how fun would that be to plan a whole meal around that? Cool. Right? Yeah. I know. (laughs) I also saw this really cool thing of making a wreath out of yellow and orange um, fruits and vegetables. Oh, wow. And it looked really cool. It was like orange slices and pieces of yellow bell pepper and, you know, squash, yellow squash, like all these things. It's like, this is such a good idea. And what a fun project to do with kids too. Well, something that I did with my daughter when she was younger was we made like a, like a sunmobile uh-huh. and we sliced oranges like really thin and we hung them like on a stick, you know, like you would a, a, mo- a mobile. Uh-huh the string and then we put it out in the trees and like sun dried the t- the you know not tomatoes <laughs> tomatoes would be interesting the oranges yes. you know and you could see through it was really fun project that is fun yeah and the dog is drinking water <laughs> i'm always curious i don't always listen back to these as you probably figured out but uh i always wonder how much of the background sounds really kick in here because we've got my lab has like the biggest, loudest drinking tongue in the land, and he's super into drinking water, so he's doing that right now. So that's his way of cooling himself down <laughs> any time of year. Um, Taming your fire. There you go, Gunnar. Yeah, good job, Taming your fire. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the other thing I think about a lot this time of year is resting mm-hmm. because of the heat. Yes. And, you know... Uh, I talked about this a little bit in a newsletter that I wrote, but the idea of kind of moving out into the world right now in a way that we haven't and how that can be kind of overwhelming and that it's important to honor our need for rest. Um, You know, heat can take it out of us. We might find we have more energy in the evenings when it's cooler. So what would happen if you laid down for 20 minutes and took a nap in the middle of the day or just rested? That's, that is such a good lesson. I mean, just yesterday I was like, I'm go, go, go like in the morning. And then I started tanking Uh in the afternoon and I'm like, I need to keep doing that. I've got to finish the laundry. I've got to finish this third load of dishes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, but I'm like, I just really want to lay down. I didn't, I didn't Uh lay down. Um, and I ended up crashing early because I was like, I am exhausted. Like I've been so tired at night if I don't rest during the day. Um, that's just something good to remember. Thank you, Emily. You're welcome. (laughs) Anytime. It's okay to take a nap in the afternoon if you have that ability, you know? Yeah, it's okay to rest yeah. and to, you know, if you if you go outside at like 2 or 3 in the afternoon on a hot day, it's kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there you might hear some animals, but it's not. It's hot. It's hot. Everybody's like chilling, including yeah. the animals. Um, and I remember, you know, we, we camp a lot. My husband and I love to camp. And one of the places we camp is very hot in the summer. It's some family property in central California. And there were times we were camping and it was like 116, 118. Yeah. Um, but you had to take a nap in the afternoon. Yeah. 
you're not doing anything. No, you're yeah. tired. Or, you know, we'd be, we'd go in the lake all morning yep. as it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And then it was like, oh, we need to just lay down like in the shade and mm-hmm. try to snooze a little. So, uh, I mean, you could actually think about resting as honoring the season as well. You know, we think about summer as being this go, go, go time. And yep. it is, there is, yep. there is a vibrancy and an energy there, but it's not constant because we have to refuel. Yeah. So anyway, it's a good lesson. Good lesson. Lessons to learn. <laughs> what else, Veronica? What else about summer? That is a good question. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of activity and there's a, there's this, this, you know, excitement in the air because a lot of vacations start to, you know, people start going on break and mm-hmm. like, hey, let's go do blah, blah, blah. So there's a new, like a kind of newfound energy because like you have the, you know, the spring like reawakening and the, the summer is like the heightened of it mm-hmm. before the descent. Um, so yeah, I think I feel like anything like movement, like exercise, I feel like all of that feel like I'm I feel more energized. Like I want to get things done, like Mm -hmm. do things. So like I'll harness that energy first thing in the morning as much as I can, you know, and exercise in the morning or do yoga in the morning or, you know, somehow create some sort of movement, Mm -hmm. you know, or get outside, you know, a lot of people, I mean, this is the time to be outside because people are, oh, the weather's somewhat nicer, mostly. (laughs) Well, I was also thinking about how, At winter solstice, it's often a time of community. Mm-hmm. And we come together at winter solstice so often, you know, if you go back, back, back in time, people were coming together to share resources, to uh, to check on each other because it's a rough time of year. And, you know, on the flip side of that, we're coming together at summer solstice because it's a beautiful time of year. Mm-hmm. It's a time for, you know, it's easier to travel. So you might be able to see people. If yeah. you, I'm even talking about back, back, back. Uh, you know, in history, during the summer, it would be much easier to travel to another community than, and that's when you would think about uh, like traveling fairs or gatherings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Markets, these kinds of things. So this is also a time for gathering. And just as in winter, we come together and we might tell stories mm-hmm. and share food. We do the same in the summer at this, at this time. Around the campfire. Around the campfire. <laughs> Most in those marshmallows, which I don't think they had back 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 no <laughs> some modern convenience yeah no stay puffs but anyway uh, i love this idea of of celebrating summer by coming together in community around a fire which really symbolizes that heat of the sun and telling stories sharing mm-hmm. stories and the sharing of you know oral traditions oral lore is it's a really ancient and powerful tool to connect and to share and save history. So whether it's a story about your own life or a ghost story you heard as a kid or, you know, whatever it is, it's, there's something really magical in crafting these tales that we tell. That's when, when I'm hearing you say that, I'm like thinking, what, what story would I say? What, what would, you know, typically around the campfire, you know, I'd tell probably a ghost story or something that like my family like has said for, you know, like around the campfire mm-hmm. over and over and over again, you know, that kind of thing. Or a lot of times we do a lot of singing. Actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. We singing. do a lot of singing around the campfire. Yeah. Folk songs and things like that. I love to sing around the campfire, but I often am, you know, it's just usually my husband and I, 
and he tries, but he can't carry a tune. I think he Aww. might be a little toned up <laughs> as far as like carrying a tune. He can listen to music and really like he's really into listening to music, but I don't know. I mean, you should hear his rendition of Happy Birthday. <laughs> Sorry, honey, I love you. But <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> no, he knows. He knows. We, it's a conversation. It makes dancing really hard. <laughs> Oh, that translates to dancing? It does. He dances oh. like like I dance to the drum beat. He dances to like the guitar. So I'm like, we're not. We're... I wonder if that's like across the board thing for people who have a hard time with. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but singing is a lovely thing to do together. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't carry a tune. Uh because it creates that sense of community and join when you join your voices together, as I'm sure you've heard, Veronica and I love to sing, but it does create this common thread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if you're singing in your kitchen by yourself, yeah. honestly, you know, mm-hmm. cause you're celebrating. I right. feel like this is a time for joy and celebration and, yes. you know, this time, you know, as we're coming out of the pandemic and I quotations out, Things are changing for the yeah, better. Things are changing here, and you know, in our little neck of the woods, um, there is this sense of like it might be okay for us to come together. It right. might be okay to do this. So, yeah, it might be okay to be in community and again. celebrate. Maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Maybe yeah. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, it is. More and more people are doing it, and there is a. Um, yeah, there's a sense of, I don't know, just a sense of, of joy, as mm-hmm. you were saying, of coming together. Um, and again, I just want to reiterate, it's okay to rest. So if you yeah. are finding that, you know, you're getting a little overstimulated socially quick, yep. more quickly than you used to, that's normal. normal. So give yourself some space and maybe sink into that, the languid rest of summer. Ooh, right. I like that. I love that word. <laughs> Well, happy solstice slash summer, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Totally. Um, Before we wrap it up here, I just want to mention that Veronica and I are teaching a class together. Oh, we are. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) So we're offering a free class, everyone, on July uh 16th. Thank you. I was like, I knew this by heart. Now I don't have my calendar in front of me. Ah." I'm pretty sure it's the 16th. Friday the 16th. Uh, And we are doing it at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Correct. <laughs> I'm now looking at our calendar. Um, and so we would love it if you would join us. And uh, I will be posting a link on my face, oh, excuse me, my Facebook page. That will be on there too. But on the Wise Woman Witchery website, there will be a whole page about our tarot class. And it's really all about embodying the tarot, like literally embodying. It is you. You are it. Yes move your body so (laughs) so we have some people join us for that it's going to be really fun and um and we'll be doing a live movement class together yeah always good it's going to be beautiful yeah it is (laughs) it already is beautiful and it hasn't even happened yet (laughs) in the future i can see it anyway so thanks again for joining us be well, everybody. Enjoy this gorgeous summer that we're having wherever you are in, in the world. I guess if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, enjoy your winter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just had their winter solstice. I know. This is so Crazy. funny. Flip it. <laughs> Flip it upside down. Um, 
But until next time, I wish you all well and keep it magical, friends. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by... You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you can do all those things. You can just <laughs> click the little stars, you know, and give us like little some comments. gold stars and we'll comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. <laughs> must be so- there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.